Welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio. We're your host, Hurricane Age. New date, new show, new topic. Uh, it's going to be a, a ride today. It's it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's a different twist, and, and it is still within the concept of us understanding, you know, impact on health and, and mental health. And and just this is something that's going to be a little bit of spinoff. But, but here's the thing, you know, people always, you know, tend to want to learn about their heritage and, and uh, you know, aligning back to who they are and that actually makes a big difference in the identity of who you are in general and of course that's your well-being and your mental when you know uh, things can become a lot better for you and your self-esteem everything becomes much better so it's important to us but i have with me today a, a super guest that's going to drive us into a, a history lesson a heritage lesson uh, you name it we're going to talk about it today so i have with me richard uh, i'm going to call him the king as a uh, and and he will tell us, you know, the true name of his name because, you know, if you watch the Lion King movie, uh, you know, uh, we're gonna be talking about the roots of that movie potentially here today. So, Ezzy, welcome to the show, man. Thank you so much. I'm glad. I, I'm, I'm. I appreciate you inviting me. No, my pleasure. So, so before we go anywhere, we, you and I had a whole discussion about your name, and your name is not a, just Ezzy. I mean, it's a pretty long name. I couldn't even pronounce it. I'm going to have to practice it, and I probably would do a good job eventually. But but so so let's get us through your name and the meanings of your name, because you actually done a whole homework about what that meaning was, the, the, the origins you know, of it. You're also an author uh, that you wrote a book, you know, uh, and we're going to talk about that because that book is very uh, valuable for people who want to know their heritage and their origin and find their own trace back to to their own or you know uh, i guess origins or or, or tribes or you know uh i guess family <laughs> in a tree so 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 let's talk about your name first when when i when i learned uh that i were, were my tribes are i actually legally changed my name and so my name is richard kweku eziagu akiyemi Richard, of course, is English. It means powerful ruler. Kweku is the Afanti name. Uh, the Ashanti also have that same name. It's called a spirit name in Ghana. It's from the Ghana Afanti people of Ghana. Spirit names, they have names of the week that most Ghanaian have as their first name for their children. So Kweku means born on Wednesday. And Eziagu is Igbo of Nigeria, and it is king of lions. And Akiyemi is Yoruba of Nigeria, and it is warrior king well suited to power. So my name represents all of the tribes that are in my DNA, the Fanti people of Ghana, the Igbo, and the Yoruba people of Nigeria. So Richard Kweku Eziagu Akiyemi. Richard Kweku Long but strong. Long but strong. Richard. Uh, see, I, I was I was doing it. And I, you know, you, it's, you, it's Richard Kweku <laughs> Kweku Eziagu Akiyemi Akiyemi. All right, That's it. so Perfect. so yeah, see, yeah, you know, it took it took it took a couple of seconds to get it right, and you know, uh, mm -hmm. but but you know, I I love it. I mean, you took the time to actually trace not only your heritage but also the breakdown of your name. Uh, well, you you selected that name. As you I say, selected, yes. You know, because well, it has some meaning. was given to me, and then others I selected. All right, all right. Well, again, you you complimented. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, but but it's all powerful stuff. You know, I, I did make a joke earlier, like that's too powerful for me. About you know, how am I going to even stand? You know, in front of you with with all these names and these powerful. I mean, from king to 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 lion, the king of lions. And by the way, 
I love your your get up there with the lions. So you're actually representing there. <laughs> Thank you. This actually is uh, authentic. They call it Ishiago. Ishi Ishiago means the lion's cloth, the lion's head cloth, and it is particular to the Igbo people of Nigeria, the southeast southeast Nigeria. But there are Igbos all over the world. Igbos are very well known business. They have business prowess. So Igbos, well, Nigerians, period, are all over the world. But uh, this cloth is the lion's head cloth. I, I particularly like it because that lion looks ferocious. Well, the lion is the king, I mean, of, of the jungle, right? I mean, you, you don't right. mess with a lion. You know, I, I it is funny, I swear to God. I actually had a dream last night with lions. As, okay. there's, there's no that. I mean, I'm, I need to make this up, I swear. As you See, said, that, that divine it, preparation. I have no idea what that meant, but but maybe it meant something. But I had to tell you, like this was like I woke up like it's the weirdest thing, and I didn't even put one on one together. Now you're talking about it, it's like what what's the coincidence? What are the odds, right? That was divine preparation. I have you know it's I'm not joking. I swear to God, that's exactly. What I believe happened. you. You know it was just there were I was passing through kings and you know lioness and lions. Uh, you know, and uh, they were just just looking cool, and they didn't bother me. And I was walking through them and stuff. And I was wondering, like, wow, they're, they're not attacking, they're not doing anything. You know, it's kind of the weirdest thing. And now I'm talking about, you know, with the king of lions here. <laughs> it was like they were welcoming you in to the to the pride. I listen. I whatever it was, it felt good. I mean, I I, I was not afraid. That's you know, you know, like when you're in a dream and and you kind of like you try to That's analyze right, the lions dream. Lions are ferocious. Lions, one one swipe, they can they can end your life. Oh, you know, there was a there was a movie I think with Idris Abba that just came out. I forgot what it is, uh, the name of it, but it is about a story in Africa where uh, these lions are going to be brutal and they're killing people. And um, he mm. uh, he yeah, it's I think it's on Netflix still. So okay. it's pretty it's a pretty nice uh, you know movie in terms of action, but it's also like you know African village heritage things like that. And definitely the lions you know are a star in the movie. So okay. <laughs> um, Something to check. So, so, so you mentioned Igbo and Nigeria and Ghana. So now, when you trace back, you you did your DNA, you did all the stuff. Yes. Well, I visited Nigeria in 2013. First time I ever visited the African continent. I went. My longtime doctor was Nigerian. Is Nigerian, and he. I asked him. I said, I want to. I want to go with you sometime because he had been telling me about Nigeria. He had invited me to the Independence Day celebrations where I got exposed to the beautiful African fashion. African women have fashion that is second to none on the planet. I mean, beautiful, absolutely beautiful, gorgeous. The food. I got exposed to Nigerian food, and so I said, I want to go to Nigeria with you. And so we went in November 2013, and it didn't take, I mean, the very next morning when I woke up in the hotel, the manager, the, the uh, beverage manager, he looked at me, he said, are you Nigerian? I said, well, I don't know. He said, you are an Igbo man. I tell you, you are an Igbo. I said, really? He said, yes. I said, well, how do you know? He said, you look like an Igbo. If you closed your mouth, you look like you were born and raised right here. And so later on, I would see some Yorubas, and they told me the same thing, that that asked me if I was Nigerian. You know, that was like one of the chapters in the book that I wrote is, are you Nigerian? Because I kept getting asked that question on that 10-day trip. Are you Nigerian? So I was like, well, I don't know. You know, enslavement happened. Our culture was taken away. So I don't know. I have to do some DNA. But they told me. The Yorubas told me I was definitely Yoruba. The Igbos told me there's no doubt I'm Igbo. And then I did my DNA after I 
came back and I found out that they were correct. On my father's side, I am Igbo and Yoruba. And on my mother's side, I am of the Fonte people of Ghana. So you're both, actually. So, you know. Yes. Central Africa represented. That's why my name includes Kweku, which is Fonte, Eziagu, which is Igbo, and Akiyemi, which is Yoruba. So my name includes all of the culture that had I was, you know, did not know for so long, of course. And so now I'm connecting back to the culture and I'm learning little by little. At the Ashanti tree language, they say kakra kakra. It means little by little. Kakra kakra. Kakra kakra. Did I say it right? Kakra kakra. All right, sir. So I think I think I said it. Kakra kakra. You did, you did good. You did <laughs> All right. Good. Thank you. So so I, I love what you said, you know, enslaving happened and people lost their 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 origin, you know, I mean, because it was just there was no no way to trace back to where you know the ancestry came from, and mm -hmm. but you you did you did that journey. Now was this an actual like a full DNA test or like uh, like ancestry that you know one of those? Yes. You yeah, know, it was uh, a full DNA test because there's two. I'm glad you brought that up because there's two different types of DNA tests you can do. One is called the country test. I actually did a, a YouTube video on the Embrace Your DNA Greatness channel. It's only got two videos. One is that one that talks about are DNA tests accurate. And uh, so two types of tests, the country test, which tells you, oh, I'm this much from Nigeria, this much from uh, England and this much from. But then there's the tribal test, which tells you actually what people groups, what tribes are in your DNA. And I highly recommend that one because the other test is kind of anecdotal. You know, I found out I'm Nigerian, but Nigeria has like 300 something individual ethnic groups. And I don't know how many languages. So if you just say you're Nigerian, it's like, but yeah, but which one? Because their culture are all different. So you have to know the, the tribe or that people group to really get engaged with the culture because the Yoruba and the Igbo, which I have both of those in me, both very different culture. Each one has their own distinct culture. Well, well, it is true. I mean, uh yeah, unless you've been to Africa, you I mean, sometimes I mean, you, you see depictions in movies is one thing, but yeah. the reality is different. It's not a monolith. Uh, People like it's a monolith. It's not a monolith. Well, it's not. And there's different tribes, as you said. By the way, I love what you said about the fashion because you know, I mean, I, I've even in the states. I mean, you know, when there's holidays. People come up, you know, with some nice garments. I mean, it's just uh, the colors are just amazing, uh, you know. And uh, uh, it, it is, you know, I mean, today, I mean, Kwanzaa just passed, right? And you know, the mm -hmm. colors of Kwanzaa, I mean, represent a lot of that. And uh, exactly, it, it is. It's unique and it's uh, it's pretty. And by the way, that's actually what went even in the islands and things like that, where the colors come from, and you know, things like that. So those colors are very vivid and uh, bright. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, but they, they look good. I mean, they make it, you know, real good. I mean, uh, again, I, I happen to be of African descent myself. I mean, obviously I'm from Morocco, I mean, Northwest Africa, but yeah. From the continent. From the continent, of course. Yeah. So there's, there's one thing that, you know, I want to just highlight, you know, we all look at the maps today and we see Africa, you know, in a particular size and in the world, Africa is the actual, <laughs> you know, monster, you know, continent, you know, when you look at mileage, it's, it's bigger than what it shows in the, the map. And yeah. as to your point, oh, there's much a lot bigger. Of, that's right. Yeah. I mean, if you add, you know, the, the, the miles, you know, radius, you're going to find out that it's bigger than how it is looking in the map there and compared to other maps. I mean, the, the maps are not there. There's, there's multiple They're types huge. of maps. 
Well, they yes. are, and and there are different original maps that you can actually trace back, but but there mm -hmm. were reasons, political reasons, and you know uh, that that the current maps you know look the way they yeah, look. And I but, think we all know the reasons. Yeah, well, it's not a political show, so I'll keep it clean. <laughs> that's right. That's why I just said we all know the reasons. <laughs> you know, but 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 certainly there's this historical stuff, and there's some political, there's there's some racial, there's all kind of you know things. There's power in there, you know, where you know you show big, you want to show power, you show small, you show less power. There's there's all these psychiatry, you know, pieces that were involved into this and how people are being brought up into believe in a certain concept and so on and so forth. But when you go to Africa, it's a very diversified, you know, uh, you know, continent with a lot of history and things like that. Go ahead. You said mental health. You said you mentioned mental health. And I want to I'm glad that you said mental health, because I can definitely see how me connecting to my culture and the people uh, that is in my DNA has definitely it's it's enriched my life like it's indescribable how much it has enriched my life. Uh, it has enriched my confidence because there was a there was a trip that I went on. It was a networking trip and a lobbying trip, actually, because I was in the insurance industry. And I was asking the people when they came down, I was looking at their last names and I was asking, well, is that Italian? Uh, you know, is that of Italian descent or that? Of, I wouldn't have <clears throat> I wouldn't have asked anybody that if I didn't know what I am, you know? So for as far as my mental health, I would say learning about my connection to the continent and the different groups and just learning about their culture and being so well received by the people in those groups, it is definitely life affirming. And I think it's very, very uh, important and impactful to mental health. That's just my opinion. Oh, I, I I would agree, and not only that. I mean, first of all, knowing your roots is always, you know, it's going to give you the confidence. Uh, you know, it's it, whether it's family. It's just some people just want their biological family, right? To know, right? And that's just the smaller context. But but in this case, you're talking about history, and you want to know where your people come from. You know, where the origins are. What's your tradition? What's your culture? So you belong to that culture, right? That's one, two, and and by the way, it's so big that even today. I mean, these these tests that are being done, you know, all over the place. Everybody find out, you know, let's find out about your origin. Everybody's doing it. It's a trend. Right. Because everybody, if you think about it, everybody wants to know, like, what is my roots? Where would I come from? You know, you know, because right. here's the thing. We live in a country. We're in the States. And I mean, I think I was watching a documentary or, or, or some some show the other day. And someone said, well, unless you're a Native American, you came from somewhere else. And that's a fact, folks. I mean, whether we want, to, we want to accept it or not, I mean, we can claim it anyway. A nation we want. Of, of immigrants or enslaved, when they say nation of immigrants, it's not just immigrants, it's nation of immigrants and descendants of people that were enslaved. That's the Agreed. correct. Agreed. And, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, listen, we have history and we do have documentation of the history and we know how it is. I mean, uh, there was always a joke uh, that we... Like in you know the days like we had these discussions about like you know uh, the this discovery of America right and uh, one of the one of just like how can you discover a country that's already had people in it exactly you know? <laughs> you exactly know? so so but and and how you know people are still referring to the natives or the indigenous people as as Indians yet you know uh, they, they're not Indians I mean they were going to India I mean they were going that was the whole idea is that they're going to discover India but they they discovered. The Americas and stuff. So, so there's a lot of you know these things. So we had you know back in 
reading, you know, I mean, learning about geography and 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 getting those things. Those those jokes do, did come up, but it's an interesting because we live in a diversified, you know, land. And uh, and you're right, it's it's diversified by a lot. Of, but even even the immigrants came in to work and as laborers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. so you know, the first you know folks you know con- the conquistadors you know from the Spaniards you know when they came in they mm-hmm. they were they had for front front row I mean front row <laughs> action right and they did and then eventually it evolved and then that was that was a predominantly one particular migration you know immigration flow and then even today we have a diversified lottery you know the dv dv25 i think or dv lottery visa which very is diversified to diversify you know every year there's a, a certain amount of people that are being sought from different countries that don't have enough representation in the states that just shows that the country is and will always be about that and the natives and the natives who are the indigenous people are still here and frankly i mean even the indigenous people are marginalized still, uh, you know, in, you know, literally small areas in the country, very, you know, uh, limited, you know, resources, things like that, which is amazing. Right. But again, like I said, I don't want to politicize the show, but but, you know, understanding the actual roots of, you know, everybody makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody is happy. It doesn't matter what your background, your, your religion, you know, background, your ethnic background, uh, your race. You want to know what that is just because it, you belong to a bigger group a bigger place a bigger uh history and that thing that's that's everybody's you know uh longing so so thank you for for actually touching on that one uh, but it is a mental health piece because if it you is. know it, you are at peace with yourself as you said you know you feel you know more you know uh confident you, you feel more you and you know, you have ability to actually even stand and talk to people like you can't tell me i'm i'm a nobody i am somebody i have you know this is it, where it I go. your life i mean it really enriches your life and, and another point that I'd like to make based on that mental health uh, aspect is think about a people who have been called so many different names, black, colored, um, Negro, African-American. And now the new one, I'm sure you know, is BIPOC, Black Indigenous People of Color. Well, well the reason why it's been so many is because we do not have the connection where it's like... Um, not having the connection. So Marcus Garvey said, a people that are not connected to their history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. And when I found my people and connected, now, you know, I don't, I'm I'm not just saying I'm an African-American. I don't have to say I'm BIPOC now. I can tell people that I am an American, Ghanaian, Nigerian, because I know, you know, so many of us, there's over 43 million African-Americans that don't know uh, what the connection is, what people group. Just like if you have a bunch of people, you know, when you see Asian-Americans, you don't go up to an Asian-American and they don't say I'm an Asian-American. They say I'm a Japanese-American or I'm a Chinese-American or an Indonesian-American. Or if you go to people from Europe, they'll say I'm an Italian-American or I'm a German-American. But when you talk to African-American, Africa is a continent with 54 countries. And we don't know which one until we, you know, do the work like I've had to do because of the history of enslavement, which totally removed the culture from us. And so that's why my passion is to really help those of us who don't know to really connect and enrich our lives in ways that we couldn't, I could not imagine how it it was life-changing that November... 2013, actually, that's a line of demarcation in my life because my life after November 2013 has been completely changed from the way it was before. 
after I learned, and I actually live in Africa now. So I live in in Ghana now. So that has been a great shift because of connecting to my roots. And that is mental health wise, I just feel, you know, better than I've ever felt. Well, I, I, I would say, you know, first of all, congratulations for, for, for being able to do that. And also, if you have kids, you. that there will be an opportunity for the kids to also know, you know, and not be without that trace, you know, to the, the origin, right? Exactly. And I, I love what you said about, yeah, I mean, everybody is identifying as from their country specifically, like, you know, because they can trace mm -hmm. back. I'm Italian and I'm, I'm German, I'm British, I'm, you know, Irish, you know, but, but, or Spanish. You're right. It was a blanket African American. I mean, to your point, it's a big continent. There's a lot of stuff. I'm African American too, technically. I mean, I am. <laughs> I I literally I'm American and African. I can prove it. I have two passports. Literally, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. I mean, that that's another joke that I used to make. Like, with but because like, oh. you know you're Moroccan, you can say I'm an American M Moroccan. Moroccan. Correct. Yeah, you're an American Moroccan. So that, you know you're, 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 you you know oh, you're yeah. Moroccan. I mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But 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 this came up, you know, a few times in my early days in the states when like yeah. so you africans like yeah i am i can prove it i have two passports <laughs> mm -hmm. and i used to actually use that card but but you mm -hmm. know it's it's i'm proud of being american i'm proud of being a moroccan and i'm also proud of being african i mean that's my mind right. that's where i come from and that's actually all a part of who you are that's right and and we should all be proud of who we are and and, right. and, and and respect everybody else you know for who they are and that's that's really exactly if we have this formula everybody will live happy right <laughs> respect the differences that's right and, what, what, and appreciate and appreciate the differences. I think I think the difference is for a purpose. I mean, if we were all the same, we will be idle. I mean, I I can I can I mean think about it. If the world was one color, I mean, I'm talking about exactly just, just, just one paint. You know, one you know, like black and white like or vanilla just, or just everything vanilla. was exactly. vanilla. <laughs> you wouldn't even know. Like I I used to make this joke with. Well, it's not a joke. I used to tell this as a test. Imagine there is no only one color or no color. We're all the same. You wouldn't even know your hands from yourself, from your from your TV set, from your your family members, because we'll be exactly. one. The diversity of color gives the the flavor, the color, the life. I mean, even That's in right. animals it and adds plants, spice to life. It, well, look at everything around us. When you look at nature, it's colorful. It's right. it's rich, you know. That's it's right. bright. It's beautiful, you know. And so that's the fabric of humanity. We're supposed to look the way that we are. There is a, there's a reason correct. for that, you know. And there is no difference. I mean, at least in my belief, uh, you know. From from a religious aspect of it, there is no difference between white and black, yes. or, or we're all or, or, the human or, race. A, we're all human, from one race, exactly. the human race. We 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 say the only difference, the only you know, I guess difference will be in righteousness. Who is more righteous than the other person? And that's something that you elevate to based on your faith and your belief and your respect and so on mm -hmm. and so forth. So that's all there is. So when you get to this point, I mean, you live a happier life mentally, and obviously, if you're mentally set, you know, everything else is gonna follow. I mean, look at you. You're so so happy. Then then you made the transition, and you're happy again. You know, living in in the environment that you chose to live in happily, right? And so and and again, talking about Moroccan, you know, Morocco is just another African country with a lot of diversity. I mean, that's right. We have, I have, you know, couscous. Couscous is is our top priority. <laughs> you know, that's like everybody's home household. You know, name uh, food. I mean, you have to have couscous, especially Fridays. Uh, but yeah, I think I mean, about Morocco when I think about couscous. Well, uh, I think everybody knows what couscous is. Well, maybe I don't know. I can I can generalize. That everybody knows, but it is this 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 main you know na, you know native you know I guess dish and uh, traditional dish of Morocco, 
mm-hmm. and they have different there's different different varieties of, of actually making it. I mean, you can have it vegetarian, you can have it with meats, chicken, you know, all kinds of flavors, sweet, you know, things like that. But, but, but it is a dish, but, but Morocco is, is again, a diversified place. And, 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 and there is an African, you know, uh, uh, Central African, you know, presence as well. I mean, today, by the way, more than ever, we do have, uh, you know, cause there's a, a migration of Africans, you know, from Central Africa to the North. I mean, a lot of people, they wanted to cross to Europe. And they eventually stay in Morocco. So there is actually a whole new um, uh, level of Migration. culture or, diver- or diversity now in Morocco. Mm-hmm. You know, oh with, yeah, with the, because of that. And, and there, there are Africans who actually speak Moroccan, and, and they actually becoming now Moroccans on their own. And so it's it's okay. it's, it's it's changing. You know, even the fabric today. But I can tell you, like my my grandfather from my dad's side is African African. I mean, he was he was as African as you can expect it to to be. And on my mother's side is their lighter skin, and it's it's amazing that that match was always there. <clears throat> Historically, mm-hmm. we have that that nice you know uh, mixture, and people lived you know the same that way without any you know difference in terms of like who we don't we don't look at the color piece of it. You know, it was just like you are my father, you are my mother, you are my right. cousin, and that's all there was. There was nothing. I mean, the the it's just amazing how that perspective. You know, when you start looking at it from you're different than me and I'm different than you is 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 unique when you're yeah. raised in a way that that didn't exist. So it was actually for me, it was a very shocking element when I moved to the States and I start seeing like how people differentiate the color piece, you know, your race versus mine. Because I grew up with, with cousins of all flavors of different, you know, literally the spectrum. And I didn't look at them like this one is white, this one is black, this one is, you know, you know, uh, I don't know brown it it wasn't like we were just the same you know family and so that's an important thing and so again talking about mentally when i was raised that way that was just just amazing you don't you know you're all set you don't have to worry about those those differences mm-hmm. but then you get into a society where you have to worry about like how you look how you feel how you you sound and people are, and it becomes exactly. difficult so so it's an adjustment and it, it takes a toll sometimes on people uh and and again i mean i i have to say this this is a bigger topic i mean you know that can lead lead into a lot of stuff but what i want to you know to discuss more today is your book because you wrote the book with a purpose you know so what 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 was the purpose for the book uh the purpose is to show how i connected how it enriched my life when i connected and also to be like a roadmap because i talk about when I wanted to change my name, all of the things I had to go through to change my name, the cost that it, you know I went through in the last chapter, I talk about the paperwork, but it's really about encouraging people, uh, pardon the noise, it, it's really about encouraging people to find their roots. Don't, you know, I, I say don't die without finding out the other half, because the analogy that I use is the full moon. We all have seen the beautiful full moon, right? But every time we see a full moon, there's another half just as big. It's called the dark side of the moon. It's just as big as the full moon that we see that the sun is shining on. So I say it's a great analogy for African-Americans because we have this great African-American culture that's gone all over the world. Um, We're really copied on, you know, a lot of things that we do, people copy because you only copy what you like, and it's like a form of flattery for somebody to say, hey, we like that so much that we're going to copy it, right? But then there's another side that's in our DNA 
just like before I went to Nigeria and they told me that I hadn't done my, my DNA test yet. So I didn't know. I only knew the African-American cultural side, which is a rich culture. But there was another half that's connected, the dark side of the moon, which was the dark side of my culture, dark meaning unknown, right? So when I went to Nigeria and they told me, you know, very emphatically, you are an Igbo man, I tell you, you are an Igbo. And I was like, wow. So then I said, well, let me find out. And once I did, and I said, let me connect. And man, my life has never been the same. So I, it's, it's, my passion is to encourage people because oh, what I want to share with you is not only are there over 43 million in the United States, there's over 90 million in Brazil that don't know their ancestral roots. And, and when you add all of the Americas, just on this side of the pond, all of the Americas, Central America, South America, North America, it's over 200 million. Over 200 million people that don't know what their ancestral connection is. That can't say like an Italian-American or, uh, you know, German-American or a Indonesian-American or a Japanese-American or a Chinese-American because they don't know. And it's because we are all the descendants of the enslaved, over 200 million of us. So we need to find out, we need to connect to the DNA and the culture, the people and the culture in our DNA. And I, it's going to be absolutely life-changing and fabulous. It's going to enrich those that do it, that it will enrich your life. I cannot encourage it enough. I'm so excited for the people that are going to do it. I even talk about that in the, in the book. I'm so excited. I tell people, I say, are you ready for the journey? You know, let's get excited about this because connecting to people that you didn't know that you were a part of, it's just absolutely fantastic. Well, so, so thank you. Now, now I have, what, what's the name of the book? Uh, the name of the book is Found My People. And the website is very easy. It's foundmypeople.com, found my people. And uh, there was actually uh, a poem about a found my people poem. And let me know when it's a good time to. Oh, uh, please to, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. We can break so it down now. <laughs> God gave me this poem. It says, I found my people. You can too. There's a people for me and a people for you. Like a door that you found in your house that is new with elaborate furnishings all belonging to you. A people who will welcome and make you feel new. I've found the people for me. Now find the people for you. That's it. Well, I, and I think that that will go for everybody, man. It's a, it's a pretty powerful, you know, poem and, and, and definitely, you know, deep in, in, in the insights of it. Um, so, so now you, you talked about the 200 million potential people and by the way you mentioned just the ones in this side of the world there are there are africans all over the world there are and i don't yeah. even know what the number is when you count the other side you know mm -hmm. of the world the europe side you know yeah, yeah. i know there are descendants of enslaved over there i don't even know what the numbers are so you can imagine if it's over 200 million just on this side of the pond uh i don't know what the number is all told you know, I mean, it's a little different because, for example, in France, I mean, there's definitely a, a big, you know, um, immigration, you know, uh, uh, I guess, contingency. Expat. There's a big expat community in France, too. Well, there is. But but I'm talking about like, so so let's say 
there's a big Moroccan presence, uh, North African presence, and African presence in France, for example, just oh, as a country. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, well, we were colonized, so obviously, okay. uh, I got similar slavery and colonization, yes, they, they, they do right. go hand in hand. So, so as a as a French colony, we were actually, you know, there, and of course, after the World War II and you know all the independence, they needed a rebuild. So a lot of labor came from Africa. It was easier, cheaper, I guess, and. Uh, so they took a lot of these folks, and you so know, there's a this, huge community there. Oh, there is. I mean, uh, there is a huge community that it's actually causing you know havoc right now because it's causing a lot more race because here's the, racism because here's the problem: you have these these groups that actually are three, four generations in now, and they are just as French as anybody else. But also, they're, for example, from a religious aspect, there is a a more you know uh, a grown uh, grown uh, Islamic, for example, you know, community. So that's one mm -hmm. challenge. And then the other one is just that there is a bigger contingency of color as opposed to, you know, you know, how France was and looked and and, and it wanted to be, right? So there mm -hmm. is that. And so it changed the dynamics in the fabrics. There's also the age fa factor of the the original French, for example, they don't have a lot of kids by culture. Mm. They have one, two, maybe no kids. So they're basically getting older and older, and they're not basically being replaced with the newer uh. French generation. So there's all these nuances that are happening there. So it's caused that, but there is, uh, you know, but the, the the only difference is that in, for example, in France, you know, you will find an African person that will say, I am from Nigeria. I am because they know where they came from as, as an immigrant, because they were exactly. actually extracted literally just for labor, not as slaves, but they just basically come in to work. Mm -hmm. But then, so they, they still have that. They, that, they uh, immigrated. They immigrated. Well, they immigrated, you know, some by force, some by, by none, mm -hmm. but, but, Nevertheless, it was not the same concept as the the slavery, you know, you know, and and right. and, and the, the time that that it was in the states, it was just for a different purpose. So they know I mean, their roots. You're saying they know they, their they roots. They knew. So they, they, I, I believe that that that's a lesser, you know, impact in Europe, at least from what I know. Because even like, for example, there's a big Moroccan community in, in France and and in Europe, mm -hmm. big Algerian, Tunisian. Uh, you know, there is, uh, you know, uh, a lot of French, you know, like uh, like Cote d'Ivoire can see here in the map. You know, mm -hmm. so you know, you got you know Senegal, you know, all the Cameroon, all the, the French speaking countries, you know, in, in Africa, they happen to have been under French colony. Therefore, they're the easy ones to actually go and work in France because they spoke mm -hmm. the language. So you have that. I mean, you'll you'll have less just again, we can go to England and then we can go to India, right? You have a lot of Indians because right. they were colonized and they spoke the language and great exactly. labor, right? So I mean and, you know, you're talking about, you know, it's an interesting thing because when you look at the West Indies, right? You know, you go to West Indies, Guyana, you know, uh, Trinidad and Tobago, you know, these folks, they they know their origins. I mean, I'm, you know, we're West Indians, but our ancestry comes from India. So so okay. it's kind of it's a weird thing because, you know, a lot. But you're right. In the history of the states, we don't have that because, you know, people yeah, were just summoned from all over. Completely yeah, separated. People didn't know. I mean, you know, you grow up in a family and. You know that that's your root, but you don't know what country. And you're right; it could exactly. be anyone. You know, uh, you know, you're African descended, but you don't know what people. And there's a whole lot of different people groups. I mean, just in one country. But then, if you talk about the whole 54 countries, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't even know how many thousands. And well, I agree. Know, probably tens of thousands. It's probably tens of thousands of different, you know, ethnic groups in the well, whole of Africa, right? Well, but here they all belong to, to 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 one or some of them. That's right. Well, as here's the thing. You you talked about couscous earlier, right? Well, here's the thing. Now, if you talk about just food, right? You know, 
there is the 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 African American cuisine, if you want to call it. Right. But that is that mm. is not African cuisine. You know, no, that it's is not. just exactly. So now you I talked about that in the book too. Well, that's important because because now you have when you know your your ancestry, right? You would know like the traditional foods of the country of your tribe. Your village, exactly. You know, and and it's robust stuff. It's not just you know the basic stuff. I'm not saying that the African American is not robust. It's just that it is oh. different. It, it, it's a whole different. That's that's a, that's a traditional cooking versus the African you know, food is. Mwah. But I I put a story in my book in the seventh grade. You know we had to bring a cultural dish, and I talk about the fact that I, I didn't know you know what an African we we had. That's you brought up another point that that I talk about in the book. The average African American has never eaten any African food. It's the only group that that is true of because. Moroccan Americans, they've eaten Moroccan food, right? Every day. <laughs> Italian Americans, they've eaten Italian food. Can you imagine an Italian American that hadn't eaten spaghetti, right? Uh, you know, German Americans have eaten German food. Uh, Greek Americans have eaten Greek food. Just whatever their name of the kind of American they are, they have eaten that kind of food. They are familiar with the food. They're familiar with the culture. We are all calling ourselves African Americans, but the average African American has eaten everybody else's food, Chinese food. German food, French food, Indian food. I mean, we've eaten everybody else's food, but the average African-American has never eaten any African food because it's not the restaurant is not as easy. In the big cities, you can find them, uh, but in, you know, not uniformly across America, like a Chinese restaurant, right? You can find a Chinese restaurant in almost any place you go in America, but you can't find an African restaurant. So the average person has not, African-American has not eaten African food. And in the seventh grade, I made tacos and they weren't good tacos. And I talk about that in the book about the, the 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 not having the culture and the effects of that, that we don't talk about every day, that we don't think about every day. But when, you know, you are at a disadvantage when you're African-American and you're asked to bring a cultural dish when you have never been connected to African culture. So you have to bring maybe something American or something from somebody else. Like I bought a Mexican dish and I'm not Mexican, you know? And the one who was Mexican brought much better uh, tacos than I did. <laughs> well, you know, but it's amazing, right? I mean, there is soul food. I mean, we get it. You know, it's 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 yeah. a traditional. But that's not African food, you exactly. Know, African but it was it was created. I didn't know what African food was? No, but that's what that's exactly what my point is that yeah, it is it is a traditional African American food if you want to call yes. it because it was you know kept in the tradition of of the the holidays and celebrations and stuff. But it is not attached to the original tribal food. And by the way, exactly. even if you were, you can't because you said it. Plus, over fifty countries, everyone has its own meals, exactly. traditions, and combinations, and kind of the way they prepare the spices and things they use. So you know, it's changed. You know, it's a it's a whole different aspect of it. Now, people can say, "Well, what's food had to do with it? Food is part of you, your heritage, oh, your health. It's absolutely your a part of the yeah. culture. Yes, you're absolutely right." And food has everything to do with culture. You know, a lot of bonding happens when you're sitting around the, the table uh, sharing a good meal with whoever it is you're sharing it with. And that meal usually has everything to do with the culture and the people of that, that area. That's the kind of meal that they're preparing. And so, you know, now I can tell you the difference. I know that um, one of the banku and tilapia and uh, banku and okra stew is very big in Ghana, right? And in in Nigeria, you know, suya, which is the uh, beef that has this dry rub and roasted over fire. That's my favorite thing in Nigeria. It's absolutely delicious. 
and the, you know, so the Yoruba and the and the Igbos and the Fanti, they have different foods. And, you know, now I know them, but at then when I was in seventh grade, I didn't know. Oh, again, here's the thing: your journey was a, d- a discovery journey, right? You you did it. Not, That's right. Not, not everybody took that route that you did. I mean, you you fell in love with the idea. Trouble. And that's what I'm encouraging. That's my passion. That's what I want to encourage them to do. That's why I'm getting in front of very great hosts like you to try to tell people, get, and, and so the story is to encourage them and say, hey, look what happened to this person when they, when they connected. That can happen for me too. And it's kind of a guide on how to do it. I, you know, I talk about, you know, how to do it, how to, how to connect if they want to. I think your your guide is for everyone who who really longs back to. I mean, believe it or not, even in other cultures, some people have have dissipated so far behind. You know, their true culture they don't even know. I mean, That's I'm true. talking about even other cultures. So, so your book may may have repercussions across other nations and other you know, uh, I guess uh, you know, descendants, right? I mean, and in time, it will become you know a more valid you know concept that you want to trace back and do stuff because. Even with, with Europeans, maybe don't even know where they come from. You know, they just happen to be, you know, because they're so, so far behind in generations. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they might, they say I'm a little bit of everything. Right. But really, right. you know, might. you might not know. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of weird. People move you know? around. Exactly. People move around. People, you know, there's different things. And, you know, there, there's, there's a level of, of, of interest that everybody wants to know. You know, mm-hmm. and by the way, here's the thing. So, so you were talking about the culture and food. You know, the the continent offers different, you know, types of, you know, uh, I guess, vegetarian, uh, you know, um, what do you call it, plants based stuff. You know, you have different animals. You know, different birds, different things. You know, so so the food it will be different just by default because they, you know, for example. In some in a, in in Morocco, we use we we eat goat. Not everybody. If you tell tell someone in America goat, uh, it's not. I really love everybody. goat. Goat is good. But, I know, but yeah, curry, goat, and all stuff. But but that's more like Caribbean and things. But a lot of folks, you know, like ah, uh, you know, lamb and, and lamb. Re- yeah, that's not really a big deal here in the states. You know, beef mm-hmm. is 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 the the main you know course meal, right? You know, that's the big biggest. That's thing. right. You know, turkey in other cultures they may not have that. They have different things, you know, and so it mm-hmm. changes stuff. Some countries also are big fish, you know, countries, you know, and so it changes dynamics and and even the types of vegetables you find in a place may not be equal to the stuff i mean you go you talked about you know asian you know uh you know uh, culture for example you go to an asian store and i'm just generalizing the term here you know there's different vegetables and things that that mm-hmm. you are not going to be able to find in a regular market so yeah it, the land have you ever produced- seen a land snail a, have you ever seen a land snail i, I know what a snail looks like Escobar. i'm talking about a land snail it's called a land snail in in nigeria it's oh. like the size of a cat. This a snail, snail is huge. It's the biggest snail I've ever seen in my life. It's a land snail. So when I went to Nigeria, I said, I'm not going to allow my Western sensibilities to make me not experience the culture. So I ate things that I normally wouldn't eat. Because when they say snail in America, I'm not eating it, okay? I'm just not eating it. I can say that is good. So, but that's another story. But, but this <laughs> this snail is huge. It's it's like it's as big as a cat. It's big. I was like, my God, I've never seen a snail that big. But anyway, what they do is they'll roast it, or they they grill it, 
and sometimes they'll have it fried or boiled. I had it boiled, and I can tell you I don't like boiled snail. And then uh, my wife, who's Nigerian, made some for me that uh, was the grill, which a lot of people say, you know, a lot of Nigerians said, oh, man, that's better than suya. I said, when I tried it, I said, it is not better than suya. Suya is much better than snail. But that was my opinion. But I, but, but my point is I didn't let myself be repulsed and say I'm not going to try it because I've grown up in this culture that we don't do that, right? I said, I'm going to try it because it's the culture that I'm trying to learn about. So I tried things, and now I can tell you very positively, I do not eat snail. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so it's funny about snails. So, so you know, everybody knows them as escargot, which is a French delicacy, right? So those so are the little ones. This the little sucker ones, yeah. is huge. Yeah, it's you're huge. not. I figured. This, well, the meat's going to be more consistent. It's like a pet. <laughs> I, I know. It's like, but... If you've seen SpongeBob, the yeah, land oh, yeah. snail is like Gary. <laughs> you know, you know Gary on SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, yeah, big snail. Yeah, so no, now, now you you just gonna ruin it for everybody that's watching. SpongeBob. Hey, they might like it. They might like it. I'm just you just ain't Gary, man. <laughs> but you know, this is the thing. My, I hope what they take away from this is I was willing to try it. I was willing to try it. You but know, that's, and that. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm just so, saying I was willing to try it, so I know I don't like it. I, I didn't. I didn't just say I don't like it because sometimes you know I'll talk to people and and I was trying to introduce the. The, the the food uh Nigerian food to my mom and my sister my mom was okay let me try it my my niece was let me try it my sister was like I, I don't want any I don't want any I said don't worry it won't go to waste and so when she saw my mom try some she my mom was like oh that's really good it was a goosey soup which is a a Nigerian specialty Niger it was goosey soup and pounded yam and so my my niece tried it she said that is good and then my sister was like okay let, let me try it let me try it and then she liked it, you know, and she got a, a, a co-worker who's Nigerian said, next time you cook a goosey soup, bring me some. So now my sister, who is so reluctant, is connecting to the culture. I just love it. Well, again, well, again, food does does connect people. I mean, you know, that's right. I mean, again, going back to the couscous, a lot of people know the culture through the couscous or through the food. You know, they test the food. Oh, I you tell them, oh, oh yeah. I, I I ate some of the food, you know, and so that that can at least links a little bit, you know. It's I mean, delicious. Gotta, yeah, it is. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, it depends how you cook it and whatever. But that's but right. Because, if somebody but, but, knows how to cook it, if somebody knows how to cook it, because I I think I had it Moroccan style with lamb, the couscous mm. with lamb, and it was delicious. I'm sure there's got to be a Moroccan restaurant in Nigeria somewhere. <laughs> you know, they they, they yeah probably. Oh, there, there is. A, I'm sure there's a Moroccan contingency there too. I mean, because mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's there's a good. Has well, good in Lagos, definitely. Lagos is like yeah. like New York, man. There's there's from all over the world in Lagos. I, well, well, I can guarantee you, there's gonna be a good Moroccan place there. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know. By the way, you, you talked about like the food here in the states, and you know, we're I'm I'm close to New York City, so we do have you know a lot of you know places oh, where yeah. you can have you don't have everything you, know, you can get the authentic food here you know and, and you can get everything the there so. that's right but i mean it it is you know uh, i think i think your journey as i said it is a is a complete journey that that took you from you know not knowing or at least you know wandering to to knowing everything enjoying right. that and then building now a next generation that will have a direct link to their exactly. culture exactly so your kids now will will have no doubt. They know who they are, where they come from, what their ancestry is. They know the, the tradition food. They probably can keep up with that tradition and so on and so forth. And, and, and your book is really 
a guide, as you said, to others to to do the same. I mean, of course, you're not forcing anyone. People have a choice. They they, no, they don't want to know. They don't want to know. Because everybody's not going to want to change their name like I did. I mean, I talk about, I address that in the book. Everybody's not going to want to change their name. Huh? They don't have to change their name, but they can still no, they don't have be to. aligned they don't have with to. their culture. Yeah, you so. know, and they're not, everybody's not going to want to. I understand that. But for me, it was important for me. Uh, but I'm not saying that everybody's going to, and I even talk about that. I said, whatever people decide is going to be what's right for them. Uh, it was right for me to change my name, but it's going to be just as right for somebody else to just know, you know, what their connection is and connect to the people and maybe not change their name. Well, listen, change his own, as I say, but, but, but exactly. Is, you know, the key is let's encourage, you know, folks to, to at least read the book. Just get connected. And, that's, that's, that's the key. Get connected. You know, we live in a world of connecting and connections and Wi-Fi, right? Without the Wi-Fi, you don't connect with anything, right? Well, mm -hmm. you know, this is the best Wi-Fi you can have is connecting to your to your roots and, and knowing your traditional stuff. I mean, that's right. It, it, it's a whole different you know place to be. And it's again, it's it's, a, it's a, there's a pride there. There is there's, a, again, a mental aspect to it. There's a confidence. There is at least you, you, you have a bigger, you know, I guess, family that you belong to. And you know exactly who that is. And, you know, not that, listen, I mean, I'm sure you, you, you go there, you're still you within the culture and you have to, to be you and do your work and do stuff. But at least from that aspect of the dep deprivation of, of, of who you originally was, now that's removed. It's one less thing to worry about in your life, but mm -hmm. that's because you wanted that, you know, some people may not want it and that's fine. But, you know, the idea is I don't think someone out there watching or listening, not going to want to know. And by the way, this is, this this concept can go for anything, folks. You know, it doesn't matter what who's watching. That's right. This is a worldwide show. If you think something that you're missing, and in your self, your your history, whatever, you can always do the steps to find out who, what, where, when. And there's nothing that can stop you for it. You know, it's you owe it to yourself right. to deal with that way. And doesn't matter what, like you know, you talked about my name. So you 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 gonna encourage me now? I'm gonna do some more digging, you know, about you know, right. to find a name. Because I, I talk I to those elders. Talk to those elders. They'll tell you what that name, that part means. Well, no, I I told you like I did speak to my grandfather when when he was alive. You know, I was a kid, and he explained to me how they did that. You know, and that he selected that name specific. Well, it wasn't my grandfather. It was his brother, my uncle. Right. Uh, my, my great uncle. He actually told me, you know, about the story because you know. That, that that's how they divided and they split the names and two way of two, life two two family one family with two different you know last names now but originally from one area and that that was they all had the same last name and there is a family with that same last name still so now we have almost three three family names and here's the sad part that the new generation may not even know that they actually cousins you know or well, because see, yeah, family reunions you gotta link them up have those times during those family reunions to, to learn and, and, and encourage them to know. So here, here's what I did my way, not writing the book, but what I did is actually I created a, a Facebook page okay. with all with all the families and I called it the, the the family, you know, page. For everybody that has one of the other last names, they can join there so they can meet and That's mingle outstanding. together. That's so really I did it. I did something there. So maybe folks, if you have that dilemma, just create something and have everybody that's related go that's in right. there. And now everybody's going to know, oh, who you are. And I'm, believe me, I met a lot of cousins and, and you know, you know, second cousin, third cousin that I didn't know, you know. That's actually know. a very smart idea. So, so again, it, so everybody tries to do something to help. 
but you never know. And and you'll be surprised that you'll connect with some people uh, that you mm. didn't know, you know, and, you know, their kids, at least they know no your doubt. facial. They know you, you, how you look. You, you, your you'll, kids. you'll know your people. And, right. and that page that you created is allowing you to find your people. That's right. Yeah. And, and anybody can do that. That's easy. You know, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, folks, whatever, whatever is going to make you feel better at the end of the day, you know, mentally and physically, that's the element that you need to seek. And, you know, and that's really it. You know, it gives you peace of mind. It gives you happiness. You know, whatever things that you're going to get out of these things are always going to be positive. And that's the thing. Our mission is to be positive. And like I said, you and I, we talked about is if if the world is 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 just becoming nice, you know, and 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 get along with everybody, we will have a very good place to live. You know, it's no 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 problems on this planet. Sadly, mm-hmm. that's not the case. But not you know, we 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 all have to do our part to hopefully make a difference, and we'll continue doing that. That's right. So, Ezzy, uh, you know, we're coming to the end of the show. So, what is a good message that you want to share with our audiences today, or any particular group that you want to like send a message to today? Well, what I want to share is it's vitally important that we take the time to connect and learn. For those of us that don't know, that don't know our ancestral connections, our DNA connections, it's very important to take the time and learn. It's going to be life enriching. And I'm just excited for, because some people that have done it have been sharing it with me, I'm excited for the potential for every person that really needs to connect, to actually do that. Connect, find out where you're from, make plans to go visit, save up, you know, I'd say save up, you wanna go at least two weeks, don't go for seven days because you're gonna go here, there, and then you're gonna be tired, you're gonna go back home. Go for at least two weeks so you have time to build in some rest time while you're over there so that you can really soak in the cultural experience And it's going to be a life-changing, life-affirming, life-enriching event. Please don't die and not find out what the other half of your full moon is. The full moon, we know that, but the other half, let's find out what the other half is. And so, and, you know, like you said, it's about legacy, passing it down to letting our children know and grandchildren and just enriching everybody's lives along the way. As I learned to speak little bit of language that I learned, you should see the joy it brings to the people when, because you're telling them that you respect them when you try to learn their language and they, it just brings joy to everybody. So don't miss out, connect, and then let me know, go on foundmypeople.com. Let me know. Cause you know, you can contact me on the website. Let me know when you do. I really want to hear about it. Well, Ozzy, uh, this this was a fun fun trip with you. I mean, you took us back to the the the, the old continent, and uh, and it's funny because we refer to it as the old continent <laughs> for a reason, right? And, it's and, the, and uh, the origin of life. Everybody has African DNA. Everybody I, in the world has African DNA. It's I, the I, only DNA that everybody has, greater or lesser extent, but every single human being on this planet has African DNA. Well, historically, we do know that it was all one continent and kind of broke That's up. Right. So, so it's still, if you actually put them all together, Africa still remains in the middle there. So that's just a fact. And, and here's and the thing. It's the biggest. We are all human, which means, by the way, for anybody that believes in any religion, which is, I think, the majority of humans, you know, uh, 
we all believe in in the creation of Adam and Eve, and well, not all, but those that do, you know. And I, again, I'm, well, I'm referring for to one to way or another, we all believe that creation, <laughs> you know, even even the people that believe in the Big Bang believe it was something created, you know. I mean, it happened; well, it had to be. Created. Well, true, yeah. I mean, it's some it's been there. There's a design, and and so therefore That's there's right. a designer, right? Well, I but, believe but, there's divine design, but of course yeah. I agree, I agree. Yeah. But, but again, just for for because that's a whole debate and a whole show discussion. That's right. We we there's can have fun with that story. one. But what I wanted to just to your point to convey is this: we come from a pair of a male and a female. All of us, all this humanity is two parents that we had. That's and, right. You know, so technically you are my brother. Everybody that's listening and watching is a brother, sister Absolutely to us, correct. you know, from, from my ancestry, whether we want to accept it or not, or not, that's a different story. We might be so remote, you know, a couple thousand years apart, but we still go back to the same roots and to the same, that's you know, right. creation. So, we, if we start thinking that way, life will be a lot easier for all of us, folks. You know, yeah, but, you're absolutely correct. So, uh, well, listen, it, it, it was real. I mean, you brought me to 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 some of you. You you kind of uh, grounded me a little bit to to the roots. Like sometimes we get caught up in life, and you know, you hear something like this, she kind of makes you motivated back, you know, and gets you a little bit, you know. Uh, That's great. I'm happy you to know, hear so, that. So, so, so I'm your first. I'm your first. Uh, you know. Uh, cured person right now <laughs> you you've you've cured me you know from from being you know a human uh you know what do you call it a rat race you know concept to to going back to the roots here she took me yeah. back to the roots you know and, take and, some and time it, to recharge it's always a good thing man thank you mm -hmm. so much uh this okay. was fun and thank yes, you uh, a pleasure man and so folks there you have it you know uh Connect, you know, with with Ezzy. The book link is going. Well, the website's going to be on the description show. So click there, get the book. Uh, if you think this is for you, please, you know, share the for you or someone else. As a matter of fact, that's the other thing. Yes. One Go one, one more quick thing. The yeah. um, I think it's through January twenty third. The book is on twenty percent discount now because it's been entered for the NAACP Image Award and the nominations come out on the twenty fourth. So. The price will go back up on the 24th, but right now it's on sale. Hey, listen, you got to do what you got to do, folks. You know, I'm going to have the link. This is going to be coming up soon. So watch it, learn it, get the book and connect it with your, with, connect with your history, with your ancestry, That's with your right. dishes, your culture. All you right. So that, it. Uh, never, never win. I, listen, I, I, I feel you, man. <laughs> it's, it's, you know how hard it is. I me, mean, for example, I, I'm a true story before we close. Yeah, you know, listen, I brought up my kids in this country. I mean, they're born here. And, uh, you know, it's hard to actually connect your even kids with your culture. I mean, it's it's mm. not an easy task to keep them, you know, with the dress code, with the culture, with the language, and keep them engaged, keep them understanding. You know, they it's very easy to dissolve and dis dissipate in the society, you know. So it is important to always hold on to the heritage. So hopefully they will, you know, keep up, you know, with their, you know, uh, progeny and so on and so forth. Because eventually, if you don't do it right, it disappears, and then yeah, and the generation, kids don't see the point. The kids are like, what, "What's the point?" Yep. So again, I mean, I I had to throw in that in because I just it just brought me to that level of thinking because really it's it's a big deal, and a lot of people suffer it with this. It is a big deal. Yeah. All right. Deal. Well, well, as a you know, I I could spend another hour easy with you, but you know, time's up. But but thank, thank you, you so much, much for uh, the pleasure, dude. So folks, there you have it. I'm Hurricane H. Uh, we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. Bye for now. Bye-bye.